try to match what's already been done. I don't. You know what I'm saying? It's all for his glory. I don't have to match any of that. I don't have to perform for you guys. I just have to preach. And to preach what he's told me, preach what I'm prepared to preach. But it'd be really wild in the world because you have to do what? I have to top that. I can't top that because it was all for his glory. And what I say, I pray, will be all for his glory. So it's not about competing. That's what we misuse in the Bible and the, uh, created for community. We're all thinking that somebody has a greater spot, but without each spot, when there's an empty chair where somebody all be fitly joined together is where we miss it. It's not about, well, if, if Robert doesn't do the offering, somebody's going to have to. No, but that's what he's been called to do. That's what he's been called to take care of. Whatever you're doing in the church, it may not be all because in 10 years you may be doing something different. But everything you are doing will add to what you're going to be doing. But many of us won't even start, put our hand to the plow. The Bible says if you ever put your hand to the plow, don't look back. Why? You don't want to be just an old pillar of salt. Why? Because when you get it in the shaker, it can't go nowhere. We're supposed to be spread out all over the world. Can we can be a seasoning. Y'all ever eat meat without seasoned salt? Come on, somebody. Without. Go to Africa and they cook those goats that you eat and it's okay to eat them, but bless God, if I always want to put a, a, a bottle of seasoned salt in my back pocket because I love seasoning. You understand? I like salt, just to be honest with you. But salt's supposed to be spread over something. It's not supposed to be carried in a single container. Created for community. It's so important for you to get this. So many of us miss this, and I don't want you to miss it today. All, as we all know, this is the week of Pentecost. Somebody say Pentecost. Pentecost means 50 days after the resurrection, the Holy Ghost was given to 120 disciples at this time. They really don't know where they were. Everybody says in the upper room, but that's not really true. If you look at the history of things, they're not really sure. Acts 1.8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Everybody say power. power. And you will be my witness in Jerusalem. You don't even have a choice. If you receive power, you are a witness. As soon as you get born again, you become a what? You become, you have power and you become a witness. That's what, you don't have a choice. So when you get born again, you're a witness. And what kind of witness are you? You're supposed to be a powerful witness. That's exactly right. Preach. Somebody's helping me down here. I hope you do. And you will be my witness in Jerusalem, my witness in LaGrange. Everybody say LaGrange. And out of county and also state in the United States to the end of the earth. That's important that you see this. Acts 2, 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost came, so it finally came while it was prophesied long ago. It finally came. They were all together in one place. I said they were all together. Suddenly a sound like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. You know, I've never figured out why everybody is so worried about we have a supernatural God. He allows something supernatural to start and begin his church, and we get scared about the supernatural, so we have to watch horror shows to even think there could be the supernatural. You don't have to watch a horror show. Just go watch some of these people in town. Come on, somebody. Huh? Demon possession comes in many forms, and just to be honest with you, some of us Christians could join the group. All right, don't say Amen. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit, began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit. Why does that bother you? 
I have no idea why that bothers people. Why the religious sect of the world, it bothers them that somebody speaks in tongues. Why does it bother you? As soon as you get born again, you should start speaking in a different dialect. It shouldn't be, hot dang, I left my cigarettes at the bar. Come on, somebody. It ought to be a different language. It ought to be a different tone. It ought to be a different perspective. Isn't that right? But all you can think of is, but they were speaking in tongues. And? Do I look weird? And Don't answer that. <laughs> to begin to speak in other tongues is the Spirit. Who enabled them? Okay, go ahead here. Is that it? We done? One through four. I like this. Power is what was given in order for us to be created for community. What did I say was given? Power. Power. Power was given. Let's see what happened after this power was given. One, evangelism. Acts 2.40. With many other words, he warned them and pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Evangelism. That's what they were given. They were told to go... Preach to the masses the good news, the gospel. The only thing that can save you is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the first thing that happens to you, the first thing that happened to me when I got saved, and it may happen the same way, should happen the same way to all of us, but in a different perspective. But to God so gifts me. To me, he made me a mouthpiece. To Terry, he made a mouthpiece. To most evangelists, he puts it in, and you couldn't shut us up if you put us in stocks and bonds. We'd like be like Paul and Silas preaching at midnight. The prison doors would open. Because why? They had already opened for us anyway. That's why we can sing like that. That's why we can talk about it like that. So evangelism, number one. Two, body life. Acts 2, 42 and 44. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miracles and signs were done by the apostles. So what was it? It sounds like body life. We're talking about being created for community. This is what we're supposed to be. Not just meeting in here, but everywhere we are. In the store, no matter where. At work we see each other. When I see people in town, when I see you guys in town, I definitely try to acknowledge that you're part of the body of Christ. And just because you don't go to church here doesn't mean you're not the part of the body of Christ. But you must be connected somewhere. Why? Because there's no individualistic parts in your body. Why would God make the body of Christ any different? It's ridiculous. So we have evangelism. We have body life. It's so important. I know one thing. My wife gets up in the morning, says all the things she says about getting old, looking in the mirror, and then she paints it up. Come on, somebody. Huh? Huh? What are we taking care of? Body life. <laughs> Who wants to come up here and look like we're dead? Some of y'all need to smile in here. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on, smile. I love it. I love those EFJ make me cry. My daughter, my granddaughter made me cry. I just think, golly, gee. And then you got that singer we got up on stage with that guitar. Come on, somebody. Give the Lord a hand clap. And I don't know, here's why I think that God has chosen to place his spirit here because I think they could get up there on a Sunday morning and sing Jimmy Crack Corn and the spirit of God would fall. That's how anointed this, this, this place is. I really believe this. Every time I come and every time I'm here, and I spend most every day here anyway, I just think I'm at home. Not because of the building, but because of the souls that fill this place when we meet.
I want you to know how important that that is. So the next thing is community. We have to have community, guys. That's what it's all about, community. Acts 2, 44 through 47, all the believers were together. Say that with me. Can you imagine that? You know, you know all of them didn't bathe. You know that some of them didn't have the right kind of shoes on that matched what everybody else thought was going down that day during that time period. Maybe some of them didn't have the proper dress, but you know, they were doing the best they could because they knew they belonged somewhere. Why? In community, because they were created for it, because they had the power that was drawing them to it. That's what he was talking about about the power a while ago. It's the power. You're created for community. You can't be without the community of the church and be a whole person in the body of Christ. It's impossible. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Say that too. Had everything in common. You know, I've always thought if we could truly meet each other's needs with our storage houses, you know, things that we rent, things that we make sure that we keep so that someday we can sell when when they're out of date or when we're finally tired of paying for the storage shed. The problem we have nowadays is we have people that come in and filtrate the church and they want to beat us out of what's really not theirs because they don't want to work for it. I'm just telling the truth right now. We do want to meet each other's needs. We do. But you don't want to be beat out of it. You want God to be able to speak to you in that power and for you to release that stuff to people that are truly in need. Come on, say amen. Amen. That's what we want to do. What good are we doing leaving it in the storage house, paying for it each month, and all it is is decaying? Somebody say amen. See, you have to have power to be able to do those kind of things. You have to have power to see a need in somebody and then to release it and not worry about where it went because it was God that told you and you responded to the power. Selling their possessions and goods, they gave to anyone as he, need, as he had the need. I've heard many people tell me what they have need of, but the problem is their life doesn't look like they're expecting God to meet that need. Come on. <clears throat> if you have a need and your habits are still overrunning you, then you don't really have a need. Huh? I hate to tell you, but habits that are not of God are luxuries, if you want to say so. It's kind of like cable. I've heard people tell me, I can't live without cable. And I said, no, you can't live without Jesus, but you can die with cable. <laughs> that was good. I didn't have that written down, but I should have. I'm meddling again. Some of y'all say, you better not get on my cable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They gave to anyone as he had the need. See, they were all in this thing together, and they knew they were all in it together, and, and the, 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 the bonds of deception had been broken so everyone could see each other's needs. When you can really see somebody's need and you know that they're following hard after God, you don't mind meeting that need. You understand? But when you can see the deception, the Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat. Well, by God, let me tell you something. If God does something that causes me that I can't speak, God forbid, because I don't know what I'd do. I'd get up there and gyrate. I don't know what. You know what I'm saying? I'd find something to do to bring some money in. Somebody say amen. And then you'd say, I need to meet his need. Come on. <laughs> you probably wouldn't, but anyway. Every day they continued to meet together in temple courts. Every day. My God, we only meet sometimes Sundays and Mondays. We've got small groups coming that are going to make us even more creative for community. But I just think that's ridiculous that we can't even do that sometimes. I'm not telling you, if, you, if somebody's sick or you are on vacation, you still ought to find a church on vacation. Don't shout me down. Your pastor does. But it's so important that you constantly 
be meeting weekly. They met daily. There was so much power that was going on. You know why they met daily, Leroy? They were afraid they were going to miss the next miracle. They didn't want to hear about it. They wanted to be it. That's why some of you just come not expecting anything. You want it to happen to somebody else. And God's trying to tell you this morning, you have the power for it to happen to you. Maybe, maybe Howard will get it. Maybe Pastor will get it. No, bless God. I want it. Huh? But maybe Don wants it. Maybe Don came expecting. You notice he ain't sitting on the back row. Come on, somebody. Hey, I never was a back row Christian because I afraid some I afraid Don would have got it before I would. If there's any way I could inch my chair further than Don's, I would have. I told you the, the message I spoke in here that day, Jerry. You were in here. I took myself by the nap of the neck, marched myself right up here and sat down. How many of y'all were in here? You got to treat yourself wrong sometimes to get it right. I'm trying to teach y'all something. You want something. If you don't help me preach, I'm going to be up here a whole lot longer than Rachel said I could. <laughs> Boy, wasn't that dance good? Oh, yeah. wow. I just love it. I just... It ushers in the presence of God. They broke bread in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts. When's the last time you had a brother or sister over? You know, it's really funny. I know how, how much you need fellowship because I see the way you respond to each other when we have a chance to meet and greet in here. Y'all want to have a, a full day's meeting in five minutes. Come on, somebody. That, that is telling you to meet. And let me tell you something else. Don't just meet with the same person every week. That's familiarity. Yeah. Meet with all kinds of people. Have them over. Find once a week to meet with your brothers and sisters. It's so important that we, listen, we're far greater than any club that meets in this community. Do you understand that? I don't want to talk about issues. I'm getting ahead of myself right now. I want to see God solve the issues. And let me tell you all this. I don't want to see him use you, which I do, John. I want him to use me. I told you last week I just want to be that servant. I ate every one of those tortillas last week, too. <laughs> Some of y'all snuck in there and got a couple of them. His, her son, one of them. Boy, they were good. It says they were praising God. What were they doing? Praising God. Come on, somebody. I love. I was telling uh, uh, Brother Howard a while ago, if you can't pray, you. I said, if you can't pray, you. Praise, praise will bring the presence of God in, then you can pray. Just praise. I'm telling you, when it looks like what happened is absolutely the craziest thing. How in the world? You just say, praise Jesus. Just praise Jesus. Thomas, you just say, praise Jesus. That's all you say. You don't know what to say. You don't even know what's going on. How could this happen? This is so crazy. I don't even know. You can't, I mean, have y'all ever been where you can't even pray? Praise Jesus. Come on, somebody. Praise Jesus. Just do that every now and then. Praise Jesus. I'm on Facebook praising him. But Terry beats me to it still. Praise Jesus. Every time I see it, I praise you. Every time I see praise Jesus, I say, I got it anyway. I said it last. Praise Jesus. I'm going to praise Jesus. Huh? I'm not going to complain. If I start complaining, I start praising Jesus. Then his presence shows up and there's a solution. Praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. They even like being around each other. They didn't look at each other's faults and warts and difficulties. They didn't look at somebody and said, they're not that, 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 that. They didn't gossip. Listen, I thought about this this week. Maybe I said it last week. I can't remember. You know, I slept. So I want to tell you this. Why don't we just gossip about Jesus? I thought about you that really sling your tongue around. Why don't you just start? Every time you start to gossip, you say, you know Jesus? 
You know about this Jesus guy? Yeah, yeah. You know, he died for our sins. Gossip about it. And you know that he wrote, they say he rose again. But I know it's true because he rose again in me. Now, I don't know if you believe that garbage. You know, you can go ahead and just go ahead and gossip. The power of God will be released. Gossip about Jesus. If I gossip about Terry, it ain't going nowhere but condemnation to me. But if I gossip about Jesus, that's going to be something good come out of it. Y'all ever thought about that? Am I the only one that thinks weird like that? You never thought about it. That's how you now. You'll gossip about Jesus. Huh? Might change the church. And what happened because of this? And the Lord added to their number. How often? Ooh, when's the last time you had a... Listen, I was up in Red River a while back, and the guy that was working on this little trailer we purchased, uh, he was working on it, and I gave him his check. We were talking, and, and I said, So, man, are, are you a believer? Well, no, I'm not. And before we left the premises, he was a believer. Yeah. Why, well, you just step out, and you start gossiping about Jesus. So everything you say about Jesus, if you know enough about it, is truth. So I can't say anything but truth because he never did any wrong. That's why you need to gossip about Jesus. When you gossip about these other people, Huh? They might have done something wrong, and you might have saw it, but it's better to cover up a friend's fault than to expose it. Come on. I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. Don't you want somebody to cover your sin instead of expose it? Come to you and say, Terry, we need to talk. I don't need to tell you what Terry did. I need to tell Terry. Come here, Terry. We need to talk. Why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> we do that. Why? When somebody really brings it to us in love. That's body works. Don't go out here and now start being a Holy Ghost cop, showing everybody what you saw them do. Then we're going to have to show your reflection as well. These things did not happen just because there were a group of people gathered. Eloy, are you getting this? <laughs> we could do that up there at the, at the Texas Star Bar. Amen? This happened because the Holy Ghost, power of God, filled every believer. It didn't say some of them. It didn't say the ones that really needed it, because that's what most of us think that are sitting here. There's some of y'all that need it worse than others. No, we all need it the same. Somebody say amen. I want you to hear me today, because the enemy is trying to stop your ears and your heart. And if you could really get a hold of this power that we're supposed to have, this created for community, would stop being a religious ordeal and be a privilege to each of us. Matthew 3.11 says, I indeed baptize you with water under repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. That's John the Baptist talking about the coming of Jesus. And the next thing you know, when he saw Jesus, he says, the lamb that take away the sin of the world. He was the lamb, the final sacrifice, sinless sacrifice, that, that, that truly annulled and took out the old law. Now we walk in the new covenant. Doesn't give you the right to sin, but it gives you the grace to overcome any sin. The Holy Ghost and fire indicate power and the life of Christ. In other words, to allow the life of Christ to manifest in and through you, you must have the Holy Ghost. You must. You must have the Holy Ghost. If you've ever been saved, you have the Holy Ghost. Now, you have to decide to release this power. I'm not talking about power just to speak in tongues. I know many believers who speak in tongues that are limited in power. Just because you speak in tongues means absolutely nothing to the lost world. Matter of fact, if you go out in this community and start showing your ignorance and speaking in tongues, they will get away from you and say, there's an idiot loose in H-E-B. That's not what we're talking about. The tongues that it's talking about is we go back to evangelism. You start winning people to Jesus. 
I'm talking about power to be transformed and created for community. Do you know that it takes the power of God in me to want to be created for community, Noah? It really did. Because before I got saved, I used to have this saying that I would walk across the street to, to put somebody out if they were on fire. But I had another thing I'd say in there, but I'm not going to say it right now. But I wouldn't. But see, as soon as I got born again, I decide, all of a sudden, the, the power in me released me to love people as I was loved. Do you understand? See, that power did that. You couldn't talk me into it. Well, you try to love people, but you can't. You want to slap them. Huh? They want to slap you too. But when you get born again, what happens? That love constrains you from your flesh and releases you to do the things of God. Jesus died and rose again to give us eternal life, but also to establish his kingdom here and now through community, therefore the body of Christ, the church. Anyone born again can right, and can rightly discern the body of Christ will know it is the power of God that bonds us together. It's the power of God that bonds us together. You say, well, we don't all agree alike. Well, we're not all on the same spiritual level. We're really not. I'm not trying to talk down or up or anything else. I'm just saying some of us are hardcore into it. Some of us really believe it. Some of us are not looking for Facebook for our identity. Somebody are not looking for something else to think that whatever we see and read makes us feel okay. Jesus is my completion. I'm not looking for anything else. And all of the things that I don't understand, I'm going to praise him to get his attention so that he can settle my soul. And I can be okay with it and of myself. The power of God that bonds us together. The, this power is what gives each one of us this power is what gifts each one of us. Romans 12, 3 through 5 says, For I say through the grace given unto me. What's grace? Okay, you're not listening. You have to listen to me if I'm going to preach. I spent some time preparing this. What is grace? Power. What is grace? Okay, I'm trying to teach you here. Lesson 101. What is grace? You got plenty of grace. Most love it's un unused, but you have plenty of grace. Grace is nothing more than the power of God in you working through you. But it's the greatest power on the planet. We're all thinking that, that I'm so, I try not to read news at all, but this idea of global warming, do you think because I don't use matches anymore there's not going to be global warming? Do you understand that we are focusing on too many other things and the enemy has caused us to take some of our power and worry about this. We take some of our power and worry about this when we ought to be solely concentrating on the will and way of God so the power can be focused in one area, all of us at the same time. Somebody say amen. amen. Every man is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. Now, that's really pretty good. Just to think rightly of yourself, takes power. That's why he starts out, because you have the grace of God. Why are you looking in the mirror sometimes and judging everybody else by the way you look, feel, think, or act? Use the grace of God that's inside of you so you can judge properly about who everybody else is and about who you are. But to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, how many members do we have? And all members have not the same office. So we being many are one body and every one members of another. 
So we're all connected. We're fitly joined together. That's what the body of Christ is. But you can't be fitly joined together. You can't love anybody unless the power of God is released in you so that you can be connected to the spirit in that person. You understand? This is created for community. It takes the power of God's grace to comprehend this most important truth. This is what makes us valuable one to another. Makes us really valuable one to another when you understand community. When you understand being created for community. We live in a strange society, don't we? Every day you pick up something, something's going on on this planet. And the focus is, ought to be God. To me, you're probably coming back soon. So what am I going to do? I'm going to be so focused on the kingdom of God that I'm going to allow his power to change me so that we can see this whole planet come to a place where people are saved and because of the last Gentile being brought in, he returns. Wouldn't you like to be the one that led the last one to the Lord <laughs> and the eastern sky breaks huh? and his church goes? This is what separates us from being just another club that meets to talk about issues. We don't need to talk about issues. First of all, we need to pray about issues. And if we can't pray, we praise about issues. We don't ask God why. If we don't understand why, we just start praising. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God for this. Praise God for this. Praise God for this horrible situation. Praise God. I don't understand it, but praise Him. And I'm telling you, with the release of praise, there is a release of power. You understand me? That's what brings on the presence of God. Romans 13, 1 says, Let every soul be subject to higher powers, for there is no power but of There's no power but of God. There's no power but of God. There's no other power that can supersede God. In other words, you have the greatest power on the planet living right here. You say, but you know, they say North Korea is they're, they're building a missile. You have the greatest power on this planet. But if it can't change you, how could we create a community for this town? We think about Nagasaki, Hiroshima. What a powerful atom bomb that was. It still does not even get close to the power of God. Do you know why? The power of God allowed that to happen because there's no authority except God elect that authority. You understand? It's God. It's power. God has given us power, Holy Ghost, to focus on and participate in growing the kingdom of God now. Aren't you tired of building your own kingdom? Come on, speak with me. Aren't you tired of building your own kingdom? Think about how many ways that you're not believing in God that you're building your own kingdom. I want you to get this. How many ways are you building your own kingdom? You've already told God that you believe the scripture says this, but it doesn't add up anywhere else. You know what doctrine really is? It's something that starts in Genesis and, get, and the rope as it goes through in a thread gets thicker all the way that it reaches Revelation. That's a doctrine. Many of us grab little pieces and bits of scripture and we make them doctrine and they have no idea, we have no idea where they add up and end up because they're not doctrine. They're just enough truth that we use them as a, as a, a, a weapon against those that are walking in Christ. When we meet, other than in church, are we practicing kingdom community? You know, when I was lost in the world, what I practiced when I met, I always met with other people that were doing what I was doing. I did. 
Now I meet with believers because I practice what they're doing. That's what I do. I meet with believers. I practice what believers are doing. I practice what the Bible says we're supposed to be doing. I don't walk around like a robot. Listen, I can laugh just like the rest of you. Uh, I had Jeff and I the other day had the grandkids out on the pier and there were rod and reels going everywhere. He was hooked in the head. There was all kind. It was just crazy. You have to love it. You know what I'm saying? Hooks everywhere. People catching fish. We're all laughing. So well, he was sort of. And they got what? Stop! Don't move that pole. You ever got hooked? Whoever's got the pole, you tell them. I mean, it's a stop right now. Do not go any further. Huh? That's the way we need to be with the Holy Ghost. We've been hooked and we can't go no further. Do we love with agape love? Do you really love with agape love? You know what agape love means? You're going to love with the power of God in you because you can't love any, place, any way else that's significant. I'm going to love my wife. You know how hard it is? I've been married to be 45 years June 5th. That's pretty close to right now. That's cool. But let me tell you something. I need the agape love of Christ to love my wife. And so does my wife. It's the truth. You, that old storge, phileo, and what is the other one? Eros. All that stuff's cute, but it won't get you through. You got to have that agape love. Because sometimes you don't feel like Eros. You know, you ain't that cute. You know, it's that old attitude, the enemy getting on you. You know what I'm saying? But it's that agape love that makes you keep your mouth shut and don't say that. I mean, I said it here. I didn't mean that, honey. But I said, you know what I'm saying? Keep your mouth shut. You know, when she says something that you know she's still controlling the universe, you just let her control it. Why? Because she ain't controlling it. Now, it used to bother me. When I say things now that used to bother her, we just walk in the other room. We used to talk back to each other in the other room because we didn't want an argument, but we could hear each other saying what we said. Y'all ever do that? Am I the only one that does that? You walk in that other, you walk in the other room and... I don't know why she said that. I don't know who she thinks she is. Saying the same old thing. She don't run the universe. So I used to tell her, I hear you in there. It's all right. We weren't face to face, so she thought it was legal. Come on, somebody. Now we're getting better at it. We don't do it, and if we do, we might think it, but we don't say it. Do we love with agape love? Do you really love with agape love? You know what keeps families together? Agape love. You know what keeps a church family together? Agape love. That's what keeps us together. You can only do this with Holy Ghost power. I'm going to love no matter what. You will not love no matter what without the Holy Ghost. You will not do it. You, let me tell you the truth. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't forgive without Holy Ghost power. Do we engage in the welfare of others in the body of Christ? You can't do it without the power of God. You can't do it. You can't do it. You know how you, you get things of God released? You love him. You love him. And you act upon as if he's already released your need. Are, are, you understand what I just said? You need something, but you're going to wait until God gives it to you before you praise him. No, you praise him before you get it because he's going to enlighten somebody about your need. But he can't enlighten him because you're the one holding it. Oh, I'm trying to teach somebody something. You can only do this in the power of the Holy Ghost. See, I'm trying to tell you, everything about a believer is what? Holy Ghost. And everything about the Holy Ghost is power. Our limited understanding of power has left many of us sick, possessed, lost, diseased, confused, 
We don't even understand if we all got together and prayed and praised what would really happen in this town. We really don't. I love seeing you here on a Sunday morning. Can you imagine on a Monday night at 7 o'clock that we would, there would be such the hugest revival that you've ever seen in this little community. And it would spoil over to you and have people coming from everywhere to take it back to their town because they'd want to know, how did y'all do this? And we'd say, we praised and we prayed. Why? Because it releases the Holy Ghost. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, we're going to get out early today. I don't know what happened. Power. Power, huh? Got some power working here. Kingdom community means unity. Huh? So if God wants us to be a body, do we not understand that the enemy, come on, stay with me, why do you think he so attacks you being connected? Because God has ordained this and for you to be connected. Why do you think that you're so easily offended? It's because the enemy knows he's just about got you on the edge. You have the power to break these little old offenses, but you won't break them. And the deal is when you take on one, the perception and deception manifests like it never has before. And you start saying things that are absolutely untrue. And you want to convince many people of this, but they're like, mm-hmm, yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah, really? Oh, really? And then you get a young believer and you start telling them your story and they go, did they really do that? Yeah, in your mind they really did. And they really didn't. You just want to hurt somebody. Power. Kingdom community means unity. You got me? Kingdom community means unity. You're created for kingdom community. That's what we're for. We're the body of Christ. When we leave here, it's not, I don't know you anymore. It's, bless God, I'll show you again who I really am. In the community, everywhere, it's who we are. This in and of itself brings about a release of power that demands the enemy meet his defeat. All you have to do is walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. And some of you that have been battling so much about your inner self, if you would just start praising and operating in Holy Ghost power, you would see so much victory and those around you would reap the benefit. Just, just praise Him. I mean, I don't care how you, you say you don't care. Yes, I'm concerned and I pray for you, but the point is praise Him and get released so you can walk this thing out. Think on this. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power, listen to me, I'm almost done today, that most of us neglect when we need it the most. When the enemy's trying to move us out, do we pick up our Bible? Nope. Do we call somebody and ask them to pray with us? Are you kidding? Somebody might think we have a problem. The body of Christ already knows you have a problem. You're absent. You're absent. We know you have a problem. You know you have a problem. Why? Because the Holy Ghost was not in operation. Man, power defeats all this stuff. I don't care what your issue is, the Holy Ghost can defeat it. We choose to continue to walk in our carnality, the flesh, which portrays this truth in defeat and excuses. When you walk in the flesh, it's defeating excuses. Now is the time, today is the day for you to release the power given to you upon your salvation. Right now is the time. 
Today is the day. The power to change. Have you ever looked in a mirror and said, you know, somebody was telling me this morning, I was talking, I won't say Sharita's name, but somebody was telling me this morning, she was, I was telling her about getting up in the morning and I'm ready to rock and roll and, you know, she was just going, I sure wish I could get that. I said, it's in you. It's called power. It's called power. I get up every day to meet the day. Now, at 10 o'clock, I'm an airplane crashing, but by God, at 6.15, I'm rocking. Oh, I, I really am. I mean, I, the other night, we camped out on Friday night, and it was about 10.30, 10.45, and those kids in the next little part of the tent, they, you know, Camille and Gracie and Zoe, whatever, they were acting crazy. It didn't matter. The plane crashed. I had to sleep. But, you know, in the morning, I got Holy Ghost power. At night, I got to get Holy Ghost rest so I can have Holy Ghost power. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Y'all listening to me. I know my limitation, but I know his expectation. Amen? The power to change. Have you looked in the mirror and said, why am I still the way I was five years ago? Why is my spiritual maturity still indifferent? Hadn't released the power. Why am I still saying, I've tried, but I can't? Come on, are you with me? I've tried, but I can't. You know why you tried, but you can't? You hadn't released the power. You hadn't released the power. What is it you've tried and you can't? What is it you've tried and you can't? I can go into many addictions. I can go into many attitudes, defeat, rejection. I mean, the list is... The list is huge what everybody could stand up and say. I've tried, but I can't. You hadn't released the power. You hadn't released the power. You haven't released the power. Release the power. Release the power. It's locked up. You're the only one that can unlock it. The power to change. The power to overcome the past. How about that? He forgives your past. And you all heard this in here. How come you can't? Because you hadn't released the power. Do you want more than where you are today? Are you tired of resembling your heritage that you're really trying to forget? Are you tired of living in your parents' past? Are you tired of emulating what everybody said you would do but God said you wouldn't do? Release the power. Release the power. You think it's special to somebody like me, somebody like Pastor Kobe. If he would have gone on and kept doing what he was doing, he probably wouldn't be alive today. Quit saying and believing what somebody said you could never do and know that the power can be released and you can do everything God says you can do. When are we going to get this? Overcome the past. Wow, what a whooping. Huh? The power to be fitly joined one member to another community. The power. It takes power to love each other, doesn't it? It takes power to overcome anything. It takes power to go... I know what they were doing last night, but I love them anyway. That's what Jesus says. So I can't say what I would say. I have to say what Jesus says. It takes power to love people. Why? They're difficult to love. But it's the power in me. What do you want to change? What do you really want that's, that you don't like about you or you've accepted it so long that it's okay? Release the power. See, many of you don't know what's in you. You have walked in this defeat and you've accepted it most of your life. 
And you young people do not have to follow in your parents' footsteps. You don't have to do this. You don't have to walk in defeat. You can release the power. Let me tell you the real. Let's just speak it. You don't have to be a drunk. You don't have to be an adulterer. You don't have to be a thief. You don't have to be a foul-mouthed individual. By God, you can become a part of the kingdom of Christ right here, right now, because you've been created for community. You have the power. Release it. People have to come talk to you. Oh, you poor thing. I know you've been there, and I know you're doing this. Don't you know how much God loves you? Well, sure you know how much God loves you. You're not dead. He didn't strike you down. He didn't wake you up and send somebody to the door and slap you silly. Did he? Why? Because he loves you. Isn't it the truth? I mean, there are times when I was, well, that's not true. When I was born again, I don't need to be slapped silly. Jesus was slapped silly for me. But the truth is, even though he didn't send somebody, he didn't send somebody when you woke up this morning, if you're doing something silly, he took the slapping for you. All you have to do is release the power. Why don't you release the power? Why don't you try to quit and say, well, I live my own life because I'm who I am. No, you're not. If you're born again, you got the power. It's wanting to erupt in you. And the power creates community. I'm not going to mention the whole story here, but one time Robert and Julie and I and a few other people had a real incident happen long ago, early in the, when they started coming to church. It was such an awesome event. I was scared to death, but I wouldn't, I just prayed and trusted God and I tell you what, we all trusted God and got through that thing, and instead of it making us weaker and skeptical of one another, it made us stronger together as a unit because it was truly the agape love of Christ. You have to understand what God has given you, the enemy is attacking. And he, didn't, he can't take it away from you, but all he can do is make sure you can tell when somebody said, well, have you been to church? Well, I'm born again, but, you know, I, I do my own thing. Wrong. You can't do your own thing. You may be born again, but there's no room for individualism. None. It's all in the body of Christ. Well, I'm, I'm not saying you're not born again, but you're not releasing the power. So if you don't, you will live a very weak life in the faith, wishing when you die you would have been in community. There's nothing like going forward. Folks, I'm telling you, I fight this battle from time to time. But as far as me coming to church or not and being around my brothers and sisters or seeing Rhonda at her store and, and greeting her with a hallelujah, glory to God, how's it going, praise Jesus, or wherever I am, do you understand? The devil can't touch this. I've given it to him. Heal me or kill me. Well, he's already given me the power to be healed. Why? There's what? There's power. There's power. Quit looking at Randy and say, well, Randy's got power to drive that bus every Wednesday night. He dang sure does. That's the power of God. Isn't it, Randy? That's the power of God to get you here. Don's been teaching, I don't know, EFJ forever. How can he do that? Remix forever. People doing things forever. He said, how can they just be so consistent at doing what they're doing? Power. He doesn't hold the power in here and say, you can't have it, Jaden. You know what he says? Yeah, I know what he, you know what he says. He'll give it to you. He wants you to have it. He knows at a real age right now that right now the enemy is going to go after him like he's never known. Don't you remember being 18? Anybody? Come on, somebody. <laughs> well, I sort of do. Steve, quit it. 
I sort of remember being 18. And all I can tell you is I wasn't a believer, and all I can spell is buffoon. But see, he's a believer. And I've already warned him before today, the enemy is coming after him. He wants to steal him for about the next 10 years. And then, if he allows him to live, the power will break out. The next thing you know, he'll be what he should have been. Don't waste the time. Pastor Kobe got saved at 18, and bless God, never look back. Don't look back once you get it. Release the power on a daily basis. You have the power. You're created for community. You got this? The power wasn't just given so you could go Hyundai, Rondai, Shondai. That's not it. And so that the power of God can invade you. And then you can become like Jesus and say, no, it's not my will, but it's my Father's will. That's why I do what I do. I don't care what somebody said they did to me. Well, you won't know what they did. Well, whatever they did, Jesus took care on it. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Well, they talked about me. Well, good. At least they're not talking about somebody else. And if they're talking about some of you, you ought to be happy. And if you are doing something and you shouldn't be doing something, then you ought to straighten it up. I can get an amen but one, Leroy. Must be talking about you. All right, amen. I just... So when you were born again, listen to this. It's my last few statements. Then I'm going to end up with a clip I want you to watch because I want you to see the power of God that's available to you. So when you were born again, all, and I mean all of death's manifestations. Now hear this. All of death's manifestations have no power over the Holy Ghost within you. So what death act has got a hold on you? Is it the worst one we all carry from time to time? It's like a virus, and if we're not careful, it'll become an epidemic. It's called pride. P-R-I-D-E, I'm a self-made man. Well, if you were, you're the only one because Jesus created all of us. You know we're the only ones he put his hands on? Everything else he spoke into existence. He formed us out of the dust with his hands. There's nothing that you have that's coming against you right now. Think about it right now. All of us have something that the power of God released hasn't already defeated it. When he came forth from death, hell, and the grave, what did he do? He, he defeated every sinful thing that could come against you, even death. All you have to do is release the power created for community. I want to end today with a video that most of us act like until we realize the Holy Ghost power that is available. The big bear is in you. You understand? We're all the little cub. That's what we are. We're all the little cub because most of us have not realized the power that's available. It's available to you. You don't have to run from a mountain lion. He's already killed the mountain lion. You stand in all situations. You stand. You stand. Because the God inside of you, when you release this power, you never have to run again. You just don't run. You don't, you don't run from what everybody has said about you. You know who can change the opinion of people about you? You. And if you're just really honest enough to take a good look at yourself, there's a lot of things that we need to allow that big bear, the Holy Ghost, loosen us so we can become what God has called the church to become. You bow your head with me. I don't know if you're born again in here or not. If you've never met Jesus, it's so important.